You're listening to Songbirding Under 5 Kilohertz, a modified version of the Songbirding podcast for listeners with high-frequency hearing loss. So I'm up close with a black-billed cuckoo. It's just a few feet away, preening. And it makes that call every few seconds while it's preening. Not sure if it's male or female. It's not really any great way to tell with cuckoos. It's not doing the song. Just one of their calls. In this final part of my short walk series, I'll be visiting Vinemount Swamp, east of Hamilton, Ontario, followed by the nearby Vinemount Meadows, then hiking on the Bruce Trail through the Bruce Peninsula National Park. My name is Rob, and this is Songbirding. Vinemount Swamp, June 27th, 2020. While it seems to be keeping an eye on me, it doesn't seem to mind. Lots of song sparrows around. Northern Cardinal. Field Sparrow. Savannah Sparrow and um, Yellow Warbler as well. 
This is along a rail trail. Fields on either side of the trail with uh, shrubs between the trail and the fields. The black-billed cuckoo is in the shrubs. Very low, just above eye height, just above my eye line. Getting a little farther away now. Stop preening is now just kind of perched on the other side of the shrubs on the field side. It's still 15 feet away, not far. Still chatting. Cedar waxwings going over. Preening now. It's probably a little wet from the rain earlier. Just drying out. Fairly close-up field sparrow. Okay. Cuckoo's picked up and flown a bit. Not sure how far. Lost it in the shrubs here. If it focalizes again, I'll be able to find it again. No great way to tell how far it's flown, though, unless it focalizes. Thank you.
Fine Mountain Meadows, May 31st, 2020. So I'm at Fine Mountain Meadows Sanctuary, just east of Hamilton, Ontario. And I have a willow, there it is, willow flycatcher. This whip you kind of song. So the willow flycatcher is Oh, there was a little call from it. Just a whip. Song sparrow behind me. These willow flycatchers look pretty much identical to alder flycatchers. You can only really tell them apart by this song. Or a DNA test. There's also some barn swallows going by here. This willow flycatcher has this whip pew song, and the alder flycatcher has the uh, fee beer or free beer, depending on how you want to word that. Some people use the mnemonic Fitzbew instead of whip you. So the mnemonic for this 
varies depending on who you ask. Some say Fitzbee. Some may, some may say Fitzbew. the difference between the two tends to be the altar's a bit more slurred, lazy sounding, stretched out a bit, willow's a bit more staccato. Although it is nuance, it may just take time. It may just take time to, to learn both. I don't think it was until the 60s or 70s they even knew that the two were different species at all. Um, people just thought they were, um, just had two different songs. Just one species with two songs is what the thought was. And at that time it was referred to as Trails Flycatcher. And uh, you'll still hear some people refer to it as Trails Flycatcher, especially if you don't hear it sing. There's no way to tell the difference, without a DNA sample at least. So, the term Trails Flycatcher is still used uh, at times to just say you're not sure. And of course in the fall, when they're migrating back, they don't tend to sing at all, so you only get calls, and you can't really tell the difference in that way. There are some guides that will say, you know, with the eye ring, you can kind of tell, maybe make a case. And there is some variation, I'm sure, but um, I don't think it's been established that it's really something you can measure and be sure. All you can really do is make an argument, um, a maybe a, uh, you can make a prediction of what um, percentage chance there is of it being alder versus willow is kind of the best you can do. As far as I know, the eye ring thing has not been proven to be truly diagnostic of the species. But maybe over time, with enough sample size, it might be shown. Alright. Our willow flycatcher is done singing for now. It's a fairly open space. It's a meadow, 
a bit of wetland around um, type of space where you might find willows there aren't any here but uh, that's fine willow flycatcher doesn't require them it's just a name The alder flycatcher is more a mix of forest or marshes or lakes, that kind of habitat. Whereas you will find the willow flycatcher in thickets, meadows, but also wetlands, uh, but not generally in forests. So there is uh, there's a bit of overlap between the two species in terms of habitat but it's not a full overlap. Oh, he's back again. Let's head back in here a little more. See if I can get a little closer. Sitting on top of a shrub. Yeah, it didn't like me getting closer. Let's go into the next shrub. This one's situated alongside a creek. As you can hear the other birds around here, European starling, song sparrows, the occasional barn swallow, there's a couple of tree swallow boxes here, so the tree swallows keep coming in. There are also eastern meadowlark, yellow warbler, red-winged blackbird.
Okay. I'll leave this bird for a bit. Peninsula National Park, July 29th, 2020. Okay, so we've got black and white warbler here. Bouncy trill, very high pitched. Seems to be hiding a bit off trail. Have some nut hatches here too. There we go. It's a little clearer.
black-capped chickadee behind me. Black and white warbler doesn't want to come out here though, it's still hiding in the trees. Chickadee is very curious though. to see an oven bird in front of me. Not saying much though. Not with this red squirrel. sandhill crane in front of me in the forest that's a little different yeah, it's vocalizing at this kind of encounter. So sticking to the trail mostly. Now it's going into the woods a bit. Generally not a forest bird. Uh, usually field and uh, wetland. Now it's coming back to the trail and there we go, flying off. Well that was unusual. I wonder if it has young ones wandering around here. Although if it did it would probably stand its ground a bit more. They are big birds. Songbirding on Territory was recorded, engineered, narrated, and created by me, 
Rob Porter. With cover art and logo design by Lauren Helton and Creative Commons music from Scott Buckley. Please see the episode notes for links to these artists.